We need to be modeling ourselves like Amazon, like Chick-fil-A. You need to get paid. And if you get yep. paid, then you can start to advance your business. Yep. It starts now in the spring rush. Welcome to On the Attack with Mac, a lawn care podcast where I share the light of information to help you win in life. And yo, I am excited today because I'm coming to you with another guest episode. We're going to be talking about the spring rush just like last episode, but today my boy John Piper, owner of Seven Ways Lawn and Tree, he's coming through to tell you some of the things that he does as well as a job that him and I did today. We're going to tell you all about that, but before we get to any of that, today I have a new five-star review that I want to read to you from my guy, CJ's Mowing Service, Inc. Five-star review. He says, five stars from the Lone Star State. I really enjoy your down-to-earth, matter-of-fact approach to things, and I think your positive outlook is very refreshing. I hope your show continues to be unique, and I look forward to the next. Good luck as you continue your journey. My man, CJ, I appreciate you taking the time to leave a five-star review. And if you want me to read your five-star review, be sure to leave me a five-star review down there in the comments or however you do that thing. I don't know. But now let's get over to my guy, John Piper, owner of Seven Ways Lawn and Tree Service. He's my boy. He's from the compound, the compound crew. You've seen him in the YouTube videos. And I'm excited to see exactly what it is that he does here for the Spring Rush. John, how are you doing today, homeboy? Dude, we are so good. People don't even know. <laughs> they don't even know. They wish that they knew. They do Maybe, wish. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they do. everyone wishes. Maybe you could tell them. All right, here are the five steps to not commit tax fraud. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, listen, I hope you're ready because I don't know what is about to come out of this guy's mouth. But before we go any further, Pipes, tell them who you are. Tell them, name. well, they know the name. Yeah, Seven yeah, Ways, Seven Ways Tree. Tree, John Piper. Um, been in business full-time since 2018. Small lawn and landscape business, solo owner-operator, a couple of summer helpers. But uh, it's just me most of the time, solo out there grinding, just like a bunch of you. Mm-hmm. Pipes has a video with me, has, uh, I don't know, like eight or 9,000 views. Yeah. Pipes is a seven fi- or six-figure business yep. solo. I wish seven. Yeah, Ooh, we all. You know. <laughs> Some people say the IRS they. I arrest your wishes I was doing wish, seven. Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't wish I was doing seven. Yeah, I'm good. I wish I had seven figures, but I yeah, don't yeah. kind of. I, I, need a, I need a rich uncle to die. that i never knew i had you know one of those (laughs) i get hit up by all these dudes you know these russian princes and serbian princes they're trying to tell me that you know i've made a bunch of money over there but you know none of it ever seems to play out None of it ever comes through. You know those? Those emails you get? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you send My them $200, friend. they'll send yeah. you 5000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, they'll send you $2.5 You just got to come over to Saudi Arabia and get it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And hope that you get the currency exchange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was getting right? robbed blind by the Canadians. Really? <laughs> yeah. I went to Canada for my anniversary a few years ago. And, getting them uh, loonies? Huh? That's what they call the quarters. Oh. They're like loonies. They have a little duck on them, like a loon. Uh, like quack, quack. Yeah, yeah. Daffy Duck. Yeah, well, any Donald of those duck. ducks. Donald One yeah. of those ducks. Anyway, <laughs> we were up there, and um, we went to a few restaurants. We went to this one that's like, uh, it's the it spins around at the top. Oh, and, um, in Toronto. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly where we were. Yeah. No, we went to Niagara Falls. So is that where Toronto's at? Yeah, right over the water, the Space Needle. Yeah, that's what that thing yeah, we were in. I'm that. pretty sure it's Toronto. We did. We were there, and I was paying with uh, American 
Right Currency. now, the people at Jobber are losing their mind, being like, "You don't know where places are in Canada." <laughs> no, no, hey. yeah. I never. Well, I've been there once. Anyway, we stop giving me sidetrack pipes. Ahead, this is what. what are we on a Are we on a time crunch? What are we? See, pipes. He's going. <laughs> this is how it is at the compound. Oh, hours every disappeared. single day. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm paying with U.S. money. Yeah. Funny I, money. Yeah. I never real. I didn't realize that you could go to a place and trade your money in for the Canadian money. And I also didn't know that the Canadian money was worth less than the American money. So every single time we went to eat somewhere, which was every day, I was leaving tips. Mm-hmm. But I was leaving like, you know, $40 tips mm-hmm. in U.S. money. They were so nice. I was mm-hmm. like, what? These Canadian people are so nice. Yeah, they don't lock their doors. Yeah. Well, they were so nice to me. And I was like, I wasn't used to it. So I was leaving... You know, tips. I was trying. Also trying to. I don't know. I wouldn't say impress my wife. It ain't like yeah. she don't know. Yeah, she don't know. Whatever. But anyway, we. Um, I was leaving these tips, and yeah. the people were like, they were coming up to me like, "Hey, man, thank you so much." But I'm like, "You're welcome." It's, you know. That's because Canadian. Well, here's something you may not know. My whole mom's side is French Canadian, born and raised. Like half half of my mom's side of the family still lives in Canada to this day. The tip culture there is very different. A lot of people don't tip because your your tip is included in your bill. So a lot of it's just a cultural difference. Like in Europe, there's not a lot. Of, there's no like real tipping culture. Tipping culture is an American thing, and we've just blown it out of proportion now. Everyone's shoving an iPad in your face, wanting twenty percent for you know making you a a hot chocolate. Get out of town. Get out of town. Here goes controversial Here pipes. Yeah, <laughs> I can you know twenty percent on a hot We're chocolate. not about to be attacking the wait staff. I'm not attacking the wait staff. I'm attacking the corporate company that runs them. Uh, Starbucks. Oh uh, my gosh, uh, bro! Would you <laughs> <laughs> just pay your employees the right amount, and then they won't have to work for tips? I'm okay paying an extra dollar for a coffee if somebody doesn't have to work for tips. Because what if they're having a bad day? And they don't want to smile. Then you smile. I always I, smile. I always am smiling, but sometimes not everyone finds me as charming as yourself. A lot of people find this really offensive when you're happy all the time. Have you ever noticed that? How people get upset that you're in a good mood all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Because you have fun doing what you do. Mm -hmm. A lot of people hate their jobs. I would say more than 51% of this country hates their jobs. We are are very lucky. Like when you go down to Equip or, or our meetups... Or anything like you find dudes who really like like uh, I hang out with another group um, Thursdays that is like a local. They do a lot of demolition hardscaping, and I get invited over there every once in a while. And uh, nobody there is ever upset ever ever because they all love what they do. They're like oh, I'm having a great time. But then you go like I go to some of my family functions. Everybody there is upset all the time. And I'm, I've people don't like my answer. I'm like just quit your job. Quit. <laughs> Quit. Go do something else. If you make less money, as long as you're happy, I think that's better for your health long term. I agree. And that's why I like to talk more so about that stuff. Right. The things that we get to do because of what we do. You don't want to talk about Starbucks taking advantage of their employees? Allegedly? No, I don't. All right. Okay. I don't. (laughs) I I want to talk about you going to Vermont to go skiing. I know. Ski. You're about to go up to vermont aren't you yeah yeah my week-long trip with the pittsburgh boys and some uh some new englanders go up we ski we shoot a lot of guns uh we have a lot of libations libations yeah yeah there's no it's nice to run uh 50 acres family-owned property no one can hear you scream there's no running water there's no electricity 
There's a wood stove, a ca- cabin that sleeps 12, 16 of couches. We'll fire up the wood stove. We bring a generator, fire that bad boy up. We melt snow to flush the toilets in the, into the septic tank. Wow. Yeah, it's dude, it's rough in it. Yeah, so you're out there caveman, basically, mm-hmm. just in a cabin. Yeah, I'm going to tow my generator. bobcat up. Yeah, I'm going to tow my bobcat up, open the road up. Hopefully there's not that much snow. And uh, we'll be there. I got to get, I just got a, I just ordered a studded, we'll have to do a video on it, mm. a studded track kit. Studded. Oh, for the for the yeah. Bobcat. You screw these studs into the tracks, mm-hmm. and then when you're done using them, you take them out. So you can you could use them again year and year and year and year out because because tracks. If you get six hundred hours out of a set of tracks, you're, you're doing you're six seven hundred. You're doing really good. Mm. Like, but I'm on dirt and people's lawns a lot, so I can get maybe like that seven hundred. But I've seen some people burn through a set of tracks, like tires. You make a lot of tight turns. Mm-hmm. Captain Jack trying to steer that thing backwards. I've seen him. <laughs> Shots fired. This five. <laughs> what? 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 These are jokes. These are jokes. Well, Dude, Captain Jack's first time back in that trailer up. I think he pulled into the compound. He was so nervous that everyone was there. Yeah, he was and on display. We all stopped doing what we're doing and, and are like kind of having a side bet going whether he gets it on the first. And I on purpose because I knew Captain Jack was driving that day. Oh, he, I hope he don't listen to this. Uh, oh, he listens to oh, him. He's gonna find it. Yes. I on purpose moved my trailer over to make it tighter. Oh my! God. I was hoping he would bump it, just to kind of like I would stop him, you know, because we saw what he did to that traffic cone. <laughs> oh, my, oh my goodness! <laughs> he, tore that, he destroyed that cone, bro. He, he, he shot did. that cone out the he side sh- of the moon. Dude, I've never seen a cone do that in my life. <laughs> I know. I kind of wanted to stick one at a wood chipper once, just to see what would happen. I told y'all, we're supposed to be talking about the spring rush. We are talking about spring rush. We are. Well, listen, the cool thing about you going to Vermont right Mm -hmm. now in February is... I come back. That started, though, last year at the spring rush, is you taking things seriously, turning it up, getting prepared, and getting ready to to make the money so that you could do the things that you want to do in the wintertime, which is your time. This is my last R&R trip. So, like, I've been skiing and I've been to Vermont a few times already this year. Um, I'm probably going to go to Florida real quick, just see some spring training baseball, go Buckos. It's our year. It ain't our year. I got Pirate I, fans, listen, if you're a Pirate oh fan boy. right now, oh boy. if you're a Pirate fan right now, don't do it to them. I feel sorry for you. I, I, I don't watch baseball because the Pirates ain't ever been good yeah. my entire life except for like three years when they made the new playoffs where you get to play a wild card game. Yeah. And they, they lost the wild card game, I think. It did. Every time, but we got McCutcheon. We got uh, now. Paul. Yeah, he's a thousand years old. He's seventy five. It's not a big. <laughs> 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 he's still he's still batting a two fifty one. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm excited to take a photo with Livy Dunn though because she's going to be there when Paul Skeens. Because he's he's going to probably come up, and I'm just going to go there and take a photo with Livy. I mean, that's the only reason I'm go go Buckos. Uh, she's um. She's a gymnast for LSU. She's pretty good. She's not the best. Oh, she's, she's the, the like the. She has the, yeah, the big. She's one no of the Simone biggest, Biles. She has like one of the biggest. Is that how you pronounce her last name? NIL deals though. For yeah, college? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking she's about. Trying to sell sweatpants or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> oh Be, beats me, man. I don't. I don't. If I wear Carhartts. When Livy when Livy gets sponsored by Carhartt, I'll I'll buy a pair just to say I'll get the Livy Dunn edition. Yeah, I met a couple LSU football players. Yeah. At, they Disney cool? World. Yeah, they were super cool. One of them was on the national championship team with Joe really? Burrow a few years. What year was that? 2000, 
Oh god, I don't. 14? COVID COVID ruined my timeline. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't tell either. you. I don't. I forgot how old I was the other day. <laughs> Somebody asked me. I had to actually count. It took a minute. Well, I'm I'm forgetting like my nieces and nephews and what their uh what their birthdays like how old they are and everything. Uh, it's like as soon as you turn forty, you turn C now. And you've had a couple of blows to the head as a young man. This is true. Yeah. And I've been running in the branches a lot mm-hmm. lately. I will be using the pole saw and Oh, you and got the, a pole saw. The Echo C what is it? CS twenty five eleven T. Twenty five eleven T. I yeah. fired mine up today. I know. Let, let's talk a little bit about okay. that. It was the first mm-hmm. we've been talking about spring rush and nothing. We've been rambling on and on and on. But we're we're getting there. Like yeah. after I would say because it's it's spitting snowflakes right now. A little bit. A little bit. But it's not, but you know what I'm saying. It's like, like we're, a flurry. We're still in winter. Yeah. Like, hypothetically, it could snow legitimately in the next 21 days. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once we get into second week of March, first week of March, we're doing spring cleanups. We're doing mulch. We're edging mulch beds. We're Maybe we're planting uh, any bulb flowers or stuff like that that are going to get ready. I'm probably going to get start getting phone calls to touch up all the gravel driveways after they kind of got plowed. That was very positive. People plow. I have a ton of customers with gravel driveways. I go in there and I just backdrag all that. A couple hundred dollars. Do four mm. or five of those in a day. Drive around with a bobcat. Pretty easy work. Uh, spring rush is coming, though. and Spring's way harder than fall. Well, what are some... I want to make sure that we deliver on what the podcast yeah, is supposed to be 100%. about. So what are... Before we go off on another tangent for another 10 or 15 minutes, yeah. which is cool, but... What are some of the things you do to get prepared? Um, because everyone's different. For me personally, I don't like. I don't really do any advertising. It's just start answering the phone and answering emails really fast because we got a high Google rating. But what are some of the things that you do? Uh, we fixed everything that broke during the. You have everything needs to be working come day one. You spend thousands of dollars on equipment. And then when the season ends, everyone's kind of burnt out, and it just sits there in the garage or the shed. Yep. You ha- It sucks. You have to get in there, and you have to repair or order parts. Everything, in my opinion, come March 5th, 6th, I'll, be, I'll still be in Vermont. So let's give myself till March 12th. I'll be back. By the two days after I'm home, everything's going to be pressure washed, as long as the weather's good. Pressure washed, cleaned, greased, and everything's going to be lined up in the order that it's going to come out. So the mower will be last, but all the wheelbarrows, leaf blowers, pole saws, all the rakes, all that stuff, all the bed edging equipment, all that's going to be moved to the front. So on the first nice day, I literally show up, I load up, and we leave. That mm. that should be your priority. You should be organized. you got to get your contact list, your client list. Go talk to them. So that's uh, – I'm actually doing that next week. I'm sending out – the hey, this is your 14 day heads up. If you want to renew your landscape service for 2024, if you're interested, please let me know within the next 14 days. And if you don't, I'm going to my waiting list, which isn't huge. It's about five, six clients deep. But I, I very rarely, I lost two to moving, which we talked about earlier today. Me and him, everybody loses people to moving. That's not a big deal. Maybe I can land those new new homeowners. They just moved in like. Two weeks ago, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna print off some door hangers. Probably gonna order like a hundred of them and drop those off on the people who moved. And I'll probably drop those off on a couple of their neighbors and see if I can get anybody because I, I don't keep track of every house in the neighborhood that leaves. So maybe a bunch of other people moved off and I can snag some freshies. But yeah, just kind of tightening the route up, maintaining all the equipment, 
And I would say the third third thing for me that I'm going to do before day one of actually starting is I'm going to get my, my full price list broke down. Any adjustments that need to be made. So there's no, I'm going to look at like, because hopefully my taxes are back by then. So then I'll have a really good understanding of, I think that's kind of part of it for someone in my size who's like medium, small, medium. I want to have my taxes back so I know exactly what I owe because everybody who's making money is owing. So I'm going to drop my taxes off. I'm a CPA. He's fantastic and he's really good at budgeting and he's a green light, red light kind of guy. So I forward him all my things I want to buy for the year, which he's already got a whole bunch of them. He's going to see what I owe. He's going to see what I did. We're going to do a projection. He'll do a projection for me for this year based on last year's numbers plus like he adds like um he he knows like what fuel costs and all that stuff so he's going to give me a full printout of projection and then i'm going to go okay here's my purchases everything falls in and here's what my 2024 hourly rate needs to be and once i have that number that's how everything gets priced for the whole year we're about to get into the spring rush Mm -hmm. now and there's going to be a lot of people who are brand new. So we want to let them know some things to look out for during the spring rush. Maybe some things that maybe you were taking on that you shouldn't yeah. have been taking on. Bed edging. Do you know how, like when you're bed edging, you need to look <laughs> You need to look at the weather. Because, yeah, it might be nice on Thursday when the job was scheduled, but it rained four days before it. So now your redefiner is not going to work because it's just going to be mudded up. So now you're cutting all those edges by hand. And that client has 350 feet of linear edges that you're going to do by hand. And whenever you first start out, you probably didn't know that price right. Did I, you have your edges priced right too? I have my edges priced for me walking and talking on the on the bed redefiner, not on a on a hand shovel. I didn't even own a shovel. I just bought. <laughs> I didn't own that. I didn't know. I never. I, I watched like some basic video. I, everyone on YouTube had a bed redefiner, so I went to the dealer and got a bed redefiner in 2018. Little did I know the thing was not going to be used until like because May, March, April, May here is wet. Mm-hmm. You really can't use that bed redefiner until the end of May. Yeah, unless it's super dry. Unless it's super few, dry for a few days. Like the thing was useless. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. Uh, I learned the a really hard lesson about fuel storage. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I didn't put any stabilizer in it. It all went bad. And then I filled all those five-gallon gas cans I had from the winter before. There was water in it. I clogged all the fuel filters, destroyed them, destroyed them. Had to replace a fuel pump. I've never had that issue. Well, I did. And it was off. (laughs) I also was storing my gas cans outside in the elements. So I think they just collected moisture and condensation. I had no clue. I had never... I. What homeowner, what crazy homeowner, except for preppers, keep 30 gallons of gasoline on hand? You know, 20 gallons of gas, because you figure there's probably five gallons in the mower. Mm -hmm. I had four five-gallon gas cans for topping off, and then I had a bunch of mixed fuel. I had like 30 gallons of fuel kicking around. I mean, right now at the shop, there's probably 10 between the mower and everything, but I, I didn't know any of that. Those are all huge rookie mistakes. But, you know, going into the spring rush, I would just say if weather there's weather conditions, going to be cold, like things aren't going to work right. Things aren't going to – carbureted motors are hard to start in cold weather like that morning. You might spend half an hour, 600 pulls to get that leaf blower to start for the first time in four months. But that goes back into now I know all winter long I have gone up every two weeks and started everything. Mowers. Oh, uh, yeah. I've gone up, started all the trimmers. I ran all the saws if they don't run. 
I have a couple pieces of wood up there I cut just to keep lubricants and everything moving. Those are hard lessons. But what's got you excited for this year? Oh my goodness, so much. I have bidded more expensive work, more higher paying jobs in the last two weeks than I have in all last year combined. For example, my minimum, it's just that I've gotten better and I've grown and I know how to price things a lot better. So my margins are really a lot tighter. So like I have, I bidded more tree work, more 10 to 15, 20, $30,000 tree work jobs in the last, they're big. Like we're talking multi-acre clearing jobs, giant oaks that we're taking down that are five feet across, some crane work. Like I have bidded all this kind of stuff. Um, so hopefully in the next 21 days, 30 days, people start getting back to me whether we got these jobs or not. And, mm-hmm. this, and this is the first year ever that I'm going into starting the year without having anything I didn't finish from last year. Ever. Why is that? Uh, I think it's just the network. I had Talon, yeah. all my leaf cleanups. I went from doing leaf cleanups solo to now there's usually two of us, me and Talon or me and Tommy or wh- whatever, and we're doing our cleanups together. So we finished all we finished all the cleanups in record time. Yeah, I, re- I remember coming into the compound and seeing you guys hit like a checklist on your whiteboard. And yeah. It's like bang, 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 yep. bang, bang. Now, I don't know how many there were. Uh, I did 31 or 32, and then Talon did like another 25, 26, plus a bunch of walk-ups. I can't tell you how many walk-ups. Well, that's one of the most important things for us is the fact that we have a network. I, I'll say it a lot, whether it's on this podcast, a YouTube video, or the podcast with my boy Cedric, Still Cuts the Best, Long Care Power Moves, is having a network is so important. And we all did better last year because we were always around one another. And then I wasn't afraid to take on jobs that normally mm-hmm. I would just procrastinate on. I might say to the homeowner just because i you know maybe before i actually had the capability to do stuff because i have a network now i might just prolong the customer hopefully they won't like get that someone. rock job yeah yeah but yeah. as soon as you know we got cool and then our big pittsburgh facebook group <sighs> what a great network. and all of the different people that we are have access to one another now where we can get things done and we have done so many things so before you were working solo maybe with one or two helpers and now we're up there and Mm -hmm. we got constant communication with one another so i know what i'm doing or i know what you're doing you know what i'm doing we know what talon's doing we know what tommy's doing and they know what we're doing and then we can kind of work together to make sure that all of us are winning i think that's dope and i think i think this year i'm going to have some of my mulch blown in for me i like we were talking this afternoon about mulch jobs and i I when before I left, I sat there on my calculator, and I just punched in like five or six things real quick. And I think I'm just going to prep the beds, and then I'm going to see if like either Pittsburgh Mulching Innovations or Lamana, if they can just come out and blow or blow or Matt Jason or somebody like that, mm-hmm. and just because they gave us the yard price and the yard price is, it was mm-hmm. pretty reasonable. But if I can just go prep and if I can just skim like fifteen percent off that. And now I don't have to do mulch because mulch solo is a lot. Yeah, just middleman. And it is. Me and Captain Jack. We, Ten yards by yourself is brutal. It is. Me and Captain Jack did, I want to say, 100, maybe a little over 100 last year. And this year we are scheduled to do over 200. So, and it was rough, especially, you know, mulch madness, yeah. trying well, to get those jobs about. done. Yeah. I'm Spring excited. Rush. And like that's what we're about to start doing next week. That's why you and I, mm-hmm. me and Pipes took off the, we took the soldier out. 
because yep. we don't have any snow in sight for the next for the next three weeks or so. And we put the tailgate on so that me and Captain Jack could get started with these spring cleanups and getting mulch installed early in February. I'm so happy that we got this like warm spell. Very lucky. Very lucky. I kind of wanted to snow though. I want to ski. The snow skiing stuff is starting to, it's working on me. Well, again, to go back to the original point, starting at the spring rush and having a plan for, you know, your season and already having it planned out so that you could do the things that you love Mm -hmm. is what makes the spring rush exciting to me. You know, like we have things like Equip Expo coming up at in October, but Uh what we do right now dictates if we'll be able to go to that or not. Oh, I'm going. Get your house. Get your house. Exactly. Right now. I'm like, let's get everything lined up right now for stuff in the future. That's what we were talking about in the in the truck on the way up to lunch. Yeah. It's just I was before living my life like reactionary. Oh, you can't. We. It's rough. The choices that we make throughout our entire life get us to what today is right now when you're listening to this podcast. And I realize that now. So instead of the choices that have led me to where I am currently, now I'm starting to think like way out into the future and start to make choices that will eventually lead me to that eventual future. And that's kind of what Pipes and I was talking about. So when I look at the end, just... 10 months from now or not even 10 Mm -hmm. months what is it eight months from now yeah it's just planning for eight months from now i want to go to equip expo i Mm -hmm. want it to be the best equip expo i've ever had i want the winning life meetup 2024 winning life meetup at um, executive strike and spirits to be bigger than it was last year and more and and have more people have more fun have better experiences and that all starts with the decisions that we're going to make right now during the spring rush time i when i first started out i did not have my ducks in a row as people would say mm-hmm. and i i caused myself so much grief with scheduling mistakes not understanding how long stuff would take and then like that first year i didn't i didn't go to equip till two years ago because i was booked all fall and then i would always have to carry over tree work that i didn't get to before it snowed mm-hmm. like pruning work and stuff like that that i had to move to the spring because i didn't get to it and now i'm starting Every year I started behind. This is the first year I am not starting behind. First time ever. I seen ever. I seen a video one time. It was a guy. He was talking to some high school kids. It was to prove a point about basically some people have more advantages than others. Yeah. Right? Now we can use this example that you just said. It's like sometimes it's it's us though. Sometimes there are circumstances and situations that hold you back. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the internal thing that we're like, you know you need to do something, but you don't, and then that screws mm-hmm. up the next thing, which then screws up the next thing. Oh, and yeah. these are the choices that we make. So when the spring rush is coming and you know that there's something that you want to do, I'm like, let me get my stuff in in order right now and start out at the you know basically like a touchback no one wants to start you know (laughs) no one wants to start at the one that that's you know you're very limited in what you could do unless you hit the lottery which is throwing it from the one that person catches a slant and they go to distance (sighs) but how often does that happen a lot of times you're punting or it's a safety or someone holds in the end zone and now you're stuck or for some of us we don't even start in mm-hmm. at the one. We starting behind the goalpost, you know? <laughs> and that's because maybe you didn't do your proper research. Maybe last year you bought something that you didn't need and 
now that thing's holding right. you back and or you lived off your credit cards and now yeah. you have credit card debt and you're behind yeah. the, you know the goal post you know right. what i'm saying so you're you're I, down you're down by 4 and you forget to time, call a timeout and the clock runs out in overtime with a couple seconds left yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> this San Francisco gonna learn. <laughs> Pipes is shots fired. Is it? We can, yeah, we can, we can, we can, we can rough up San Francisco. Everybody's upset at them. Well, especially Vegas, dude. Oh my goodness, the books got taken. Did they, the, dude? I don't know nothing bookies, about gambling. The bookies, Vegas needed San Francisco to win. I had a great Super Bowl weekend financially. Yeah, yeah, buddy. yeah, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I know a couple of my buddies had a. We had a really good financial Super Bowl week. This has turned into a free flowing Thursday episode. It's but it's Tuesday. Yeah, but it won't come out till Thursday. This is well, a Thursday okay. episode. Can't what does Thursday normally talk about? They never talk about anything in particular. I don't think you should have anything scheduled. It's not scripted. Okay. We talking about this the is not rush. scripted, by the way. Of course of not. No, because I can't do anything scripted with nope, pipes. Because I'm he, not going to follow it. Exactly. Yep. See, this is why you can take a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Do you you see what I got to deal with with this guy? You're, I'm in your pocket right now, and this he's, is basically my podcast. He, I, I, <laughs> they can see whoever is listening to us right now. Yeah. When are we going to get cameras? Well. We need a better setup in here before. You're gonna we need, need a cameras. tiny bit more space. We are currently in what I would say is a. 12, we call it the boffice. The boffice. It's the called box. the boffice. It's the bedroom office. The chokey. It's the chokey. Yeah, what is? What does that mean? Uh, chokey is from um, a movie about a girl who got uh, what's the name of them? People will know the reference. Matilda. Oh. The movie Matilda. Oh yeah. Where the girl has magic powers. We love Matilda. Yeah, yeah. My daughters love that movie. Yeah, yeah. And the, well, the principal, that mean Miss Lady Gertrude, or whatever her name is, puts the bad kids in the chokey. It's oh, like a closet with spikes yeah. sticking out of the wall. Yeah, remember yeah, she yeah. made little dude eat all that cake. Yeah, dude, he killed that cake. He crushed that cake. Yeah, he got diabetes, but no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't sugar free. <laughs> I hope that you're enjoying this podcast yeah. today because I know I'm enjoying it. I didn't know what to expect. Me and Pipes, whenever we get together, it's always it's always fun. We always there, have a there good time. serious tones. Yeah, we we always have good conversations, and uh, the best thing about it is Pipes is a killer. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know how it's, it's the positive connotation as someone who is going after something, and there's nothing better in this world. There's some things that are better. But for when you have a friend or someone who's going in the same direction and you guys can always talk, you can always share in each other's failures. You also share in each other's celebrations. Mm-hmm. We we do jobs together. Yeah. You know, we we do dinner together. Yep. We do outings together. For sure. We share a compound together. Yep. And because of that, I've always feel like not that I'm in competition with pipes, Gosh, no. but that we are trying to push each other so that we can get to whatever our best self is individually. Yeah. Like I don't personally know not anything about skiing, but every time pipes brings up skiing, I want to hear about it because it's what he has a passion for. And it's the same vice versa. When I'm I bring up flag football or some other, you know, meaningless thing that I have a passion for pipe sits there. And I like listens. flag football though. I like, I like the idea of flag football cause I'm not going to get hit. 
Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, and except, I'm a quarterback too, so yeah. I really don't get. It. Except I've watched some of these flag football They're tournaments. Rough. There's a little bit more contact than I thought, especially in the upper men's league. Well, the 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 top tier divisions is basically it's like semi contact. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the people, some people complain. You know, most most of the people in that top in the top tier. Yeah. They're like Division One athletes yeah, too. They shouldn't even you know? be playing. And some of them ain't even football players. Yeah. You get lit up by a soccer player. What's your plan for your first couple jobs? Like, are you doing trees? Are you doing spring cleanups? I know you just said you, I'm. I'm you hopefully going to be doing trees. Yeah. I don't like doing mulch. I don't want anything to do with that. I, I'll do it, but mm-hmm. I don't want to. Is that because it's your solo? No, it's because I look at how much money I can charge someone to cut their tree down. Yeah. Or prune it versus mm-hmm. how much money. The hourly rate's stupid. Tree work hourly rate's, again, more insurance, more risk. I've never seen any. There's very low chance of you dying putting mulch in someone's house. That's true. There's a pretty good chance that if you fall out of a tree, it's going to have a really bad day. And that's why that stuff is really expensive. That makes sense. It's tree work, I think, next to like um, Bering Sea Crab Fisherman is in like the top. It's in the it's in like the top five or top ten most dangerous professions out there. Well, let me ask you this because when people first uh, we, the spring rush is here, I I think that we should have a few things that we specialize in. I only do like five things. I do lawn maintenance, spring and fall cleanups. We'll count them as one and two. We do mulch installs. And we do snow removal and. There's one of uh, and shrub trimming. Mm-hmm. Those five things is the primary things that I do, and your primary I'm gonna stuff do some, is. I'm going to do some landscape re, uh, tear outs. I've got a couple of those already lined up. I've got some large acreage land clearing projects. Got two of those lined up, and I mean, there's a ton of pruning work. There's going to be a few yards of mulch here and there. It's spring is so tough. Because there's a good chance I'm cutting at least 40 to 50 lawns right out the gate. I have 56 lined up for this year. I know there's like 25 of them that fertilize. So those are definitely getting cut as soon as the year starts. They're, I'm probably already behind. The grass is kind of like, if you notice around yeah, here, it's kind of already weeds green. And weeds and the flower yeah, beds and everything. Yeah. It's like stuff starting to pop up. So that's why spring's tough. You're mowing. You're doing your projects. You're doing installs. You're freshening up. You're cleaning up what you missed from fall. And, but if it goes back to hopefully I'm just going to have someone blow in my mulch and I am just going to go start banging out these really solid tree removals and tree pruning jobs. I don't know if you talked about it. I did a really big job to end my year. I did a municipal job. It was like 27 trees taken out in three days and uh, some monsters. We we took a uh, hundred thousand pounds of debris off the site. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Dumpster after roll off dumpster after roll off dumpster off site. That company their concrete guy reached out to me and another guy who was there, another contractor who does their, he does like the surveying and I gave them both cards. They saw the work. They saw how quick we got it done. And it, in the last three weeks, I've just been bidding all this work that they have lined up. So we'll see. Hopefully I land a bunch of those because they're all very similar. They're all, it's, I'd like to work on one job for like four days. Like I have, it'd be nice to go to the same job site for three days if that payout is going to be. Yeah, worth it. Gonna be worth it. What is so you what's your favorite thing? Oh, cutting trees, man. Cutting trees. Cutting trees and cutting grass. Cutting trees. That me too. Well, I, I don't love not, cutting not, grass. Cutting, not cutting trees, but cutting grass, riding my 50/50. grass, cutting go kart. I like doing that. I like the maintenance side of things. Mm-hmm. I kinda do like um I love string trimming. Like I wouldn't love mind 
I kind of do like the transformation factor of some of those tall grass short people. I don't personally want to do that, but the first mow of the year. But my first, yes, like my my first time taking over a property that I know I'm going to maintain weekly. I like when it's a little, a little long, a little long, so that six inch you can really yeah. make that thing pop and it and it really that's what my favorite thing is. What gives you the most joy? The the trees. Oh yeah, sniffing two shrimp. Why is fuel? that? Why, why? Sniffing that two-stroke exhaust, yeah. 100 feet up in the air, like, and you're just, you literally have two tiny little toothpick spikes made of steel on your feet, <laughs> a piece of rope around your waist, and you're holding on to a 70cc dirt bike engine, and you're just let, well, just let, there's nothing more. I, I am an adrenaline guy. I like to ski. I like, like, I grew up in the fire service. I like, I, I kind of, let me be honest with you. I kind of need to know that I might die. For me to get out of bed and get excited. You know what's crazy, Pipes? Is there's a... I'm really into, a, like, mountain climbing documentary. Yeah, Alex Honnold. He's yeah, wild, dude. Yeah, yeah. I know a whole, a whole mm-hmm. bunch. I'm not going to mention any more of the names because I'll probably butcher them because a lot of them are... Yeah, they're European. They're, like, European yep. guys and stuff. like. But they climb these mountains with no ropes on them. Yeah. And I think that is actually living your dream. It's mm-hmm. one thing for me. I, like, you know I love the basketball players. I love the athletes. That's a different way mm-hmm. of living your dream. There's a lot less risk involved, although those things are risky. You sneeze on one of these mountains Done. and you can be dead. And when I look at those people, I feel like those are the people who are living life. People who jump out of airplanes and things like that. And then they find a way to get sponsored some sort yep. of way. And now there's a guy who's trying to ride 100 foot waves. He has documentaries oh, on, seen that. on HBO. But those people are living life, like for the joy of life. And that is what I'm searching for, too. And I found some semblance of that. Being able to control my own destiny, you know what I'm saying, yeah. on the grass cut and go kart, yeah. so to speak. So when you say like the adrenaline rush of being up in a tree. Yep. That is crazy to me, but I get the same sort of adrenaline rush by hearing these stories of yeah. people who are living their dreams. The, like only, the only thing that comes close to getting up into a, like a, the first time you go into a really big tree and you have to go through a bend where like the tree goes up and then has a limb broke off or uh, the, let's say the top broke off but the tree kept going and a limb instead of growing out sideways, the limb will become the new top of the tree. It'll grow out like an elbow the first time that you have to tie in you're you're free climbing up because you weren't able to get a tie-in point and you have to climb up over that bend you have to climb over your fear and like do that the only thing that comes close is being into a a house that's fully like on fire that's the only thing that comes close how did we not mention that that you're a firefighter a seven uh, foot firefighter. I don't like to brag too much about it. It's not like a braggy thing. It's like it's a well, community. No, but we got it's a community service thing. And like, this I love is, that. This is community service yeah. too. And we want to say our appreciation no, to uh, the people awesome. who serve our communities. Yeah, I, I volunteer in Western Pennsylvania, Monroeville, and then I volunteer down in the great PG County, Maryland, which is like, uh, Monroeville is like Division One sports. It's really really good. Everything's dialed in. Nice equipment. Prince George's County, Maryland is like the final four in any major mm. professional league. You're dealing with like the best of the best volunteers from across the country, even parts of the world, who want to come and volunteer. Volunteer people. We're doing this for free to run into a house because they know the best, the cream of the crop, the best people who do this in the whole country, volunteer wise, are coming here. Mm. And it's why it's if I took you, 
you would be we'd have we'd have to have like a breakdown after it's just like the first time you watch somebody cut a tree down or something like that it's so chaotic there's rope there's there's dudes climbing there's dudes on headsets talking to each other there's chippers running it's like this very organized dance that's orchestrated everybody has a role and everybody has a job like on a big tree crew and same thing at the firehouse like every particular piece of equipment is specialized for a certain task everybody has a job and if you're not good at that job they're gonna let you know and they're gonna say hey you're really bad at this you need to practice this and we're not gonna let you do it until you get better they actually have a checklist they call it a probationary book where like you have to get certified checked off by like you have to have done this five times or you have to have two people sign off that you were able to do this in a proficient amount of time so that way you can go do it when it comes to the real job. And that's the same thing we you probably have to do, like you said, in the trees. Yeah, you have the same thing. Like That's why a lot of tree people get they do apprenticeships. Mm-hmm. I didn't do an apprenticeship because, well, one, uh, the tree business around, this, around our area, guys, the lawn care guys like each other. The tree service guys, there's a lot of one-fingered waves, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh for some reason they just don't get along they don't like they don't like to talk to each other they don't one finger wave they don't, <laughs> that took a while for me to yeah. realize what that meant they, they uh <laughs> they don't it, it's so weird and i think it has to do with the with the, the money that's being put down like the in the tree in tree work it is nothing and you can talk to your local arborist companies like on a big big tree it's nothing to see a ten twelve thousand dollar bid for one tree um like i like like I, I'm not saying like I'm some great tree tree work guy, but even just a small business like me, I have bidded several jobs in that thirty, forty thousand dollar range because like and when you're talking about big not to say that landscaping's not real money, but when you start talking about like retaining walls and stuff, like when we you start having a four or five or three and then four zeros after it for a project, for one project, and you're gonna do that in a in three, four days and you're doing two of those a week and now you're doing like you're doing fifty to sixty K a week. Like we're talking about like a different mindset and some of these guys are so hungry that they just want to bulldoze everybody. And they have no interest in helping or being yeah. friendly or working as a team because I think they get so greedy and so money hungry. It's crazy. And like I'm one of the first guys that I know in our area. I work with two, three other tree services. And we get along great because we're all medium and we want to do big jobs together. So we do big jobs together. Everyone gets a piece of the pie. And what's happening is we're all starting to rise up. Our tide is coming up real quick. And we're all starting to like, dudes are paying off equipment. Dudes are ready to upgrade. And now some of these big companies are going to have to watch out because one day there's going to be like three medium companies that are all going to work together who can do a job more efficiently for a little tiny bit Maybe not less, but maybe a little tiny bit more even. We're going to do just as good of a job, if not better. And we get along. If you're a people person and all that stuff and people, people once people kind of like, especially big contracting companies that I'm learning, once these big contracting companies that are getting these multi-million dollar deals to redo buildings downtown and all this stuff and they, these big companies, they don't want to take the trees down. They just want to come in and dig foundations for buildings and stuff. They're going to sub all that out. And when they find you and they like you and you know they know that you're professional and you're going to be on schedule and on target, you're going to start getting all these jobs. When you started your mm-hmm. lawn care business, did you know you were going to do trees as well? Or is yeah. that something oh, that yeah, just yeah. happened? I started out doing trees. I was the only one in my neighborhood who owned a chainsaw. Why did you know you could do trees? Uh, I In Vermont, my family, uh, we have like some 
timber property and i grew up as a kid like we did firewood and there was some logging and clear like select select harvesting and some clear cutting and i just grew up like doing a lot of tree work i gotta call john john bunyan because he's literally seven feet tall so it's like i said in the one video it's like a tree <laughs> taking down a tree yeah he's so big i always gotta ask him can you help me do this we got these um they things at the, the compound the lorax <laughs> we got we got uh what are those things Copyright. called pallet racking yep we got pallet racking at the compound if you know what pallet racking is the stuff you see at like sam's club and costco what they keep everything on pipes can reach the top level of our pallet racking without even using a ladder my yeah. little behind can't even reach the second level <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I don't know. I'm ready. Like, I think once I get back to from Vermont, that last ski trip, kind of like, all right, I had my fun. Like, let's get dialed in, you know. I think you're ready too. You seem ready. You yeah. Seem, you seem you seem geared up. We put, well, I've been chomping at the bit because, but I couldn't do anything because the salter was stuck in the back. So it's been warm. But you you might have needed it. I know, but I didn't need it. Right? Because <laughs> it you was didn't, warm. You didn't know. But that. I didn't know. But this and, is also goes back to a conversation. Me and Mac had a pretty. I don't want to say heated, passionate. We had a passionate conversation. Yeah, I'm always passionate. We had a passionate conversation about vehicle purchases today, and I told him that I want to get another vehicle, and I think you also want to get another vehicle, but neither of us want to go into debt over it. But we know if you had vehicle number two, yeah, you would just leave. You probably would have left that in. No, I could. It it would have been a different type of truck. So the dump truck is one is one thing. Right. If but I you had could, a different you vehicle, could come take my the, dump trailer. If I had a different vehicle, it would probably be my plow truck. I would convert that to the plow right. truck, and then I would but, have had access to the dump truck. But you would have you'd have a vehicle like, and that's kind of what I want to do is have a vehicle that's set up for work twenty four seven. Because yeah. you, you and me, you me, you and me only, you me and Tommy are the only ones that have this one vehicle issue. Mm-hmm. Talon's got sixty four cars. He has a used car lot. If you're looking for a car, I know. Stop up at the car pound. Talent will get you hooked up. Really good interest rates That's right now. That's why I call him the rock star. <laughs> He's rocking. <laughs> but like a lot of our friends that we know, like Doyle and stuff like that, they have a, they have a backup vehicle. They have a work truck. And I'm, I think for me to, especially in the tree work, to have a vehicle dedicated to tree work that's fully loaded like a service body some sort of utility body with toolboxes and a little pickup bed style where I can throw crap or put a dump insert in that, whatever. And then have just like my pickup truck for mowing mm-hmm. to just like, cause today if I wasn't available and, and you wanted to go do that, I would say, Hey, just go take the, the dump just trailer. go take the work truck. Like it's, oh, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's good to go back up to the dump trailer. Have, have a blast. Go get it. Like I want to, I want to have that. I need that. And that's what this year is for to pay off vehicle number one. And that's my, those are my goal. If you want to talk about goals. Yeah, let's do that. Like my goal this year is to pay off, pay off the thirty five hundred. Uh, I've got very little left. I I could make a giant cash, but I don't want to be cash poor going into spring because you have to front a lot of stuff sometimes, like plants and all that stuff. Mulch you front all that most of the time. I really would like to uh, hit two thousand subscribers on Instagram. I'm going to be pumping out some fun stuff over there. Uh, some of it will be not safe for work. <laughs> so just be careful. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to get really, really organized. And and um, I'm really close to that. Having a CRM, you guys pushed me into a CRM last year. And that was probably the best thing I ever... Because I went... We just talked to someone today who doesn't have a CRM. I know. Which is crazy. Uh, we're not going to say his name, but he runs a very 
Big he runs company, a medium yeah. to large. He runs yeah. a, a medium. We'll call it a medium, large medium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just coming up with words here on the fly. I like uh, it though, because yeah, you can't say he's not you, Marge. Yeah, yeah, Marge. He's got a Marge. He's a Marge, <laughs> medium large. He's got a he's got a medium. To are large you a, company. Let us know. Are yeah. you medium? Yeah, medium. Or are you Marge? Yeah, you Marge. You might be Marge. You might be Marge. Yeah. <laughs> What's XL? <laughs> extra large, yeah, extra smart, extra large. Yeah, um, yeah extra, if you're actually, oh, he would be like extra large, extra large. Yeah, he's extra large. He's an extra large. He does a lot of Hashtag really good things. Extra large. He told us today at lunch, it was a impromptu meetup with him that he still does stuff on paper. In my yeah. mind, I, 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 I had a stroke mid bite into a piece of brisket, <laughs> and if that's how I die on a piece of brisket, so be it. I've had a great run, <laughs> um, but. I and I thought I was behind the times, and it turns out I'm. That just showed me that I'm on track to being successful. Well, what CRM do you use? I used well, not before. I was using a company that no longer is with us. Rest in pasta. Rest in um, pasta. Yep, yeah, but uh, they were great. Check check them out. Can't because they're not around anymore. Um, <laughs> but they're cool. They I think they had a good. Who run. cares about them? Yeah. Who, who but use I now? use Jobber now. Oh. and I use the not the grow. Whatever's below the grow, mm-hmm. because I don't have any employees, so the grow doesn't really. I'm doing everything anyway. Yeah. Well, listen. Like, if you don't have a CRM yet and you are and you need one, you do. I also use Jobber. Mm-hmm. You can use my code. There's a link down in the in the show notes that will give you a 14 day free trial and an exclusive offer. And this is not an advertisement. We well, that is. Well, uh, no, I mean yeah, it ain't. But, listen, that's what I use. And if you would like to try one. And see what they're all about and see how it can help you to enhance your business. Use the code. But this was not scheduled in the conversation. It just came up naturally. When you pulled out your phone and showed him how easy jobbers to use, it was like watching a kid, like a kid who wanted a toy and his mom said no. And mm-hmm. he's like looking through the old school toy store glass and he's like, oh, my, if I could just get that Lego 5,000 piece set I would be the envy of the whole neighborhood yeah. like that's how his face was and then he heard everybody at the at the lunch table we, all, we all use Jobber and he was like and this is someone who is dialed in this is not someone who's yeah, not dialed in yeah he's not playing no games yeah, he's not he playing just, no games he's a killer he's out, he's out he there just, to take he's your not lunch techno- he's not Which technical, he told us. technologically savvy uh, savvy is what he said yeah and most a lot of people aren't well, I'm but not jobber is really easy to use and if you like i said if you don't have one you need to have one the, the, and the coolest thing about how it helps me with the spring rush is that everything is automated and i can take deposits mm-hmm. so when these new people are coming into wanting me to service their property <sighs> and they send paid. an estimate we got to get paid and i use the prepaid model which means people have to pay before I come because we're talking about regular lawn maintenance. If you have a tree job and everything, you need Different. to get a deposit first yep. and then you get a, another, you know, upon a completion, yep. they close out their invoice with the rest of the payment. But for your scheduled lawn maintenance for the 32 weeks that we mow here, I get paid every Monday at 9 p.m. and it's all automated through my CRM. When I first started out, uh, Pipes, I was constantly struggling to keep up with, did I even have that person pay? Mm -hmm. Did I get money from them? If I didn't get, and you want to take payments card on file style and not be getting cash payments from people with the check in the mail and all of the bull crap that you'll hear on every podcast starting soon here, if if they haven't talked about it already, is you got to get paid. And the CRM is now 
it's almost what people are looking for. It almost makes you Amazon. I, all, I, I say I've said it on so many podcasts now. I've said it on mine. I've said it on Power Moves. I've said it on Fullerton Unfiltered and the Green Industry Podcast. You name it, whatever podcast uh, that's out there. I've been on there and I've said this. We need to be modeling ourselves like Amazon, like Chick-fil-A. You need to get paid. And if you get yep. paid, then you can start to advance your business. Yep. It starts now in the spring rush. How do people even find out who you were, Pipes? It was Google. Not, right, well, right, not anymore because I don't have... For, my, maybe right, not right. for you. I'm saying the person listening, if you, if you're, you need to get on Google... Like, that's the one thing I'll say is you need to get on Google. If you're not on Google, you are really, really falling behind because most people are going to find you because of Google. Now, once they find you because of Google, the next logical thing would be keep everything how things are happening now in this digital age, which is swipe, swipe, make it easy for them. So if you have a CRM and this is why I use Jobber and you can say, hey, once you sign up with me and you swipe to the right and you pick me like that one app where you can date people or whatever <laughs> you swipe to the right right and now we line up our our date every friday i'm gonna come past but on monday you have to pay for that friday and that's how it works and just like amazon just like chick-fil-a when you make your order with amazon you pick what you want you put it in your cart you swipe to the right it says it'll be there in two days right just like chick-fil-a you make your order you say, I'm going to come pick it up in the store or I'm going to pick it up in the drive-thru. You get up there, you tell them you're here, boom, you get your order. But you pay first. They ain't even going to make your food if you don't pay. So here in the spring rush, every time someone mm -hmm. comes to me, I treat it just like that. Mm -hmm. My business is just like that. Now, I ain't a $11 billion entity like Amazon or a billion-dollar business like Chick-fil-A, if they're billion dollars. I don't know if they are or not. But I'm not big like that. But that's what people have come to expect. And that's how they found you on Google in the first place. So if you can use some new technology like a CRM and get off of pen and paper, get your stuff automated so that you can win in the spring rush. It's right now. It's going to happen. If it hasn't happened for you if it's not already happening for you, it's going to happen in the next week, two weeks or so. People are going to hit you up. I highly, highly encourage you to look for a CRM. I'm not telling you go with Jobber. I do have a code, though, that can help you if you would like to try it. If you just want to see what a CRM is all about, give it a shot. You know, and then DM me and tell me, well, you know, what you think about it. Yeah. But you got to you got to get ready, man pipes is there anything else oh i mean what do you want to do where there's can so, every there's so many things else i mean i don't know well, we got plenty plenty more compound we got more compound we got talks. more compound talks that are going to come here in the future i hope that you really enjoy pipes pipes yep. let everyone know where they can uh, find instagram you. seven ways on a tree and on youtube at the landscape giant i haven't done much on there but you know that's uh, i'm working on it give yeah. me a break people we working on that. Go yeah. follow my guy, Pipes, the Landscape Giant on YouTube, Seven Ways Lawn and Tree on Instagram. Hey, Pipes, before we <laughs> let you go, Don't what is some it. advice you would give to someone who is new in business and someone who is on the fence and thinking about getting a business? Well, if you're new in business, I would tell you, keep your head up. There's going to be some really tough times. You're going to have to make some really tough decisions. It's all going to fall into place. You just got to... Stay the course. It'll happen. But if you don't love it, it's going to eat you alive. So if you're coming into lawn care, you need to be kind of in love with it or this is going to destroy it. Like it's, you're going to, it's going to be just like another job. 
So whatever you do, do do what you love. If you're on the fence about starting your own business, it could be anything. If you don't try, then you'll never know. But that being said, I am a person who believes in going all in. So if you want to be a weekend warrior, go all in. That means 26 or 28 weekends in a row. That means goodbye summer. Goodbye probably trips your first time. Like... Because you need to see what it's about. If you want to be full-time, go all in. Unless you need that part-time job for some healthcare benefits or whatever, I would say quit that shiz. All right? (laughs) And go put yourself in a position that forces you to go all in. Because if you're committed 100%, the only reason you're going to fail is because you let yourself down. I'm not letting myself down. No. I know you're not letting yourself down. I'm here to win. So you got to go all in. If you're gonna if you're gonna come over to this, but you know that's all. Well, I appreciate you yeah. coming through, pipes. And now we got to hit this good person with the last okay. shot. So, listen, man, you heard what pipes said. Go all in. This is your year, 2024, the Mamba year. This is your year. If you're gonna start something, go all in. You only have yourself to blame if you don't try. You can't win if you don't get in the game. And once you get in the game, you got to go hard in the paint. Go all in. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. And we wish you nothing but success. And I'm out. Peace.